tonight and, and to be able to speak to you. Amen. Let's just go to him in prayer. If you have a need, you want to make it known to the Lord. Amen. Just, Father, come by my way and speak to me. Lord Jesus, truly you are great. again it's good to be in the house of the Lord and with you and glad to have my my family here with me amen amen my family being my wife and children and then also amen my mom and dad and then my three sisters my goodness some nieces and nephews we're all here this weekend amen just about and so we're glad to be with you amen and we just trust that we can to say something that will strengthen you, amen, to cause you to take another step towards him and toward the kingdom of God, amen. So let's just read here in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. I'd like to speak to you this evening on be strong, rise up and walk. Amen. So we'll let you be seated. Amen. As we read our scripture here and Paul begin to speak about the armor, he was looking at a Roman soldier and he was looking at his armor that he had and he began to look at that in the natural and type it with the spiritual. And he said, put on the whole armor of God. So the whole armor of God is available tonight. It is there to protect you from the attacks of the enemy. This armor is actually the Holy Ghost working in your life, giving you the strength to place you to stand against spiritual wickedness and rulers of darkness. 
Amen. So God gives us uh, the shield of faith, and we'll just go through these for just a moment. The shield of faith is, you know, they would say it was about the size of a door. It would, it was a, a good-sized shield. It would stand there and cover the man from head to foot, and it was to show that faith is there to cover you in any situation that you may go through. Amen. But every day the soldier would take that shield and he would, he would uh, rub oil upon it. Is there something here? I don't know. Amen. Well, we'll just stick it there. Amen. He would rub oil upon that shield and, and he, it was to keep that shield which was made out of leather or made out of uh, wood and things. It would keep that shield pliable. It would keep that shield to have the ability to quench those fiery darts. Amen. And, and it was showing that we must every day have the fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Amen. We also had the breastplate of righteousness, and this breastplate covered the front, it covered the side, it covered the back. We were showing that the righteousness of God covers our present, covers our future, and it covers our past. Amen. It gives us the belt of truth, and the belt of truth come around the waist, and it actually held everything together. It held. It was a place to hold the shield. It was a place that the sword hung from. It was actually a place with the breast, uh, a breastplate attached to, and so it was the central part of the whole thing that held it all together. And we know the truth that we have been given in this hour holds it all together. Yeah. Amen. And, and it showed that our feet, the feet were shod with, a, with, with shoes. And these shoes that the Roman soldiers wore were actually known as killer shoes. They wouldn't Nikes. They wouldn't Reebok. They wouldn't some of your comfortable shoes you got on tonight. But they were shoes that had spikes in them. And they was, they was, these spikes were pointed outward, uh, two or three spikes outward in the front of the toe. It was to kick the enemy with. Amen. And then there were spikes holding down and pushing back, angled backwards because there was only one goal in that soldier's mind. It was to go forward. And I believe that's our goal tonight. It's not going backwards. We're not here to retreat. We're not here to go back to something else. We're not going back to some denomination. We're going forward. Amen. And so it also gave us the helmet of salvation. And that helmet protected the mind. It protected against the bombardments of thoughts and mind battles. It was there, it's there to keep us sane in an insane hour. He gave us the sword of the spirit, the word of God to use against the enemy. The word that will defeat the enemy anytime, any place, and anywhere. So the armor is the Holy Ghost. It gives us the staying power. It places us, our adoption that gives us the staying power that keeps us in the time of our battle. Without the Spirit of God, you can't have truth. Without the Spirit of God, you can't have true righteousness. You can't have peace. You can't have true salvation or the Word of God without the Spirit of God. It's impossible to stand in this hour without the Holy Ghost in your life. Amen. You can't stand on your feelings. You can't stand on your morals. You can't stand upon your abilities. The only way you'll stand in this hour is by the power of Almighty God. Amen. And we have been called in this hour to stand. And since we've been called to stand, God will give us the power to stand therefore. Amen. And when all hell assails you, when everything's a sickness comes at your door, or whatever comes against you, there is a power that'll hold you in those hours. Amen, to hold firm, to not let go of our God-given promises and our God-given rights. We won't back off of the promises of God, but we're going to hold on to every one of them. For every promise of God is yea and amen. Amen, we have all, he, all the promises that he had given us. If he couldn't fulfill it, he would have never said it. So if he said it, he can fulfill it in your life if you'll stand upon that word and not let go. 
Amen. So you say, well, Brother Timothy, I got these battles that are against me. I got trouble. I got sickness. I got sorrow. I got frustrations. I got things I can't handle. Remember that whatever is around you or whatever's against you or whatever's before you is never greater than the power that's on the inside of you. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. No weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No sickness, no sorrow, no devil, no death shall prosper against the son and daughter of almighty God. God knew the difficulties we'd face in this hour. He knew exactly how it'd be in Laodicea. He's not, he, well, he isn't surprised at all. He knows exactly what's going on. So he give us the weapons. He give us the ability. He give us the armor to stand against seemingly insurmountable odds. And I say seemingly insurmountable because there's more for you than there's against you. Hallelujah. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. May it be this weekend that maybe you've been seeing your sickness and you've been seeing the circumstances around you. It seems insurmountable, but I say, God, open our eyes so we can realize the angels of God that are encamped about us, that the supernatural is among us. Hallelujah. Amen. I hear cancer is in the building. I'm here to announce there's something greater than cancer. Sugar diabetes may be in the building. Asthma may be in the building. There's something greater than any sickness you want to say. There is a power. There is a healing virtue that is here for you tonight. When all the host of hell is against us, we need to look to the unseen and see there's more for us than against us. Amen, Ephesians. I want to look at that again. Ephesians 6 and verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the power, in the Lord, in the power of his might. This be strong is to not decrease in strength, but to increase in strength. It is to be stronger. It is a continuing on. It's a moving up higher. Amen, the children of Israel coming to the promised land. God gave them the manna to strengthen them on their journey. So if God has given you this, this, this command to stand, he will give you the strength to do so. Amen. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. And I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Hallelujah. So the same God that gave the strength to the journey. Amen. Brother Brandon said they ate a part of that lamb. Amen. It gave them such strength and such stamina that their shoes never wore out. Their garments didn't wear out. Amen. If a God can take care of some natural shoes and natural garments, he can take care of these old bodies right here. Amen. And so here they are walking through to the promised land. Now, ain't it amazing how God does things? He took them out of Egypt and he said, I'm going to take you into a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, we just had an opportunity to go over there. It took a lot of faith to see milk and honey flowing in that place. Nothing but a bunch of pile of rocks where they crossed over and dust and dirt and hot. It took a lot of faith to believe that. But there was people of faith that stood there. Joshua and Caleb and said, we're more than able to take the land. Why was they more than able? Because God said so. I'm going to take you to that land. 
Now, he didn't tell them about the Red Sea. He didn't tell them about the problems that be in that wilderness because God wasn't concerned about those things. God already had the answer to the Red Sea. God already had the answer to the no food, no water. God already had the answer. He said, I'm going to take you out and I'm going to take you in. Amen, I'm here to tell you tonight, God's already got your answer. He's the author and the finisher of the work. He that started the work is more than able to finish the work. Amen, he gave them manna. It strengthened them for the journey. It gave them strength to keep pressing on. Brother Branham said, how beautiful that was. It is like the Holy Ghost in our day, a sustaining strength to carry the church on. Amen, a sustaining strength. A sustaining strength to carry the church on. If they fail to eat it, they died. And he said, if we fail to eat on the Holy Ghost, we die. If we fail to pray through daily and keep things under the blood, you'll wither up and die in your Christian experience. He said, as it was on the day of Pentecost, when our manna was poured out. Our manna was poured out. While they were all gathered in one place in one accord, they wasn't arguing whether it was Methodist or Baptist or Lutheran. They were in one place in one accord, expecting God to keep his word. Well, why can't we do that tonight? Be expecting God to keep his word. He said, tarry ye in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And 120 people had gathered there in that upper room waiting for that sustaining strength. Hallelujah. To come down among the people and all of a sudden there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they're sitting. Cloven tongues appeared on them and let me tell you something right now. Virgin Mary, all them was right down there with them. Let me tell you, when the power of God began to fall, they lost all dignity. They lost everything else out on the street staggering like drunk men. Peter said, the promise is unto you and your children and to them that are far off. He said even Minneapolis or Minnesota, even Virginia and Tennessee, Washington, wherever you're from, even to you that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. He said, brother, I'm telling you, every man that'll pay the price will step out for Christ has the right to receive the baptism. Not some makeup, but original. Like it fell on the beginning. Like they had on the day of Pentecost. He said, you call me a holy roller anyhow. Might as well go ahead and get used to it. That's who I am. But let me tell you something. The Holy Ghost is a real product. You don't have to receive some duplicate. Wait till you get a taste of the original manna that fell on the day of Pentecost when they received their Holy Ghost. He said, you know what's the matter with people today, the church? It needs a good old time. St. Paul revival and the Bible, Holy Ghost taught in it again. It takes the fire coming down from heaven. I say send the fire, oh God. Send it to our homes. Send it to our hearts. Send it to our lives. Relight our fires. He said, remember, he said, I remember when I was a little boy, he found this little turtle walking along the creek one time. I know you heard this story. It's a good story to tell again. 
This old turtle, you know, this old terrapin. This old message belief, moss-backed message belief. Uh-oh. You know, we got enough of them. Well, you know, if somebody get a little moving, well, what in the world are they doing, don't you? You know, things don't do like they used to in their old heads. Suck back up in their shell again. God used to move like that, and God used to heal like that. Just an old turtle sucking back up in the shell again. But there's hope for you, old turtles. Amen. Well, I tell you what, when them young people get to going and this happening and people run, I don't know what to think about. Well, don't you go to heaven. Let me tell you about some young people that's going to be shouting the victory. Amen. It's overcome the world and the things of life. Amen. I'm not going to have just a little church service over there. I'm so glad. No, you're going to hear old boy shouting. Amen. He said, well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to make this old boy walk again. So you got him a big old long stick. Begin to beat that turtle. He just do nothing but draw up in his shell. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'll do. I'll make him go. I'll take some water and I'll fix him up. He said, I took that little, little turtle down to the creek and I put him down. Just a few bubbles came up, that's all. day. He used to be like that back in the day. God used to do things. You're drowning. You're drowning in your doubts and your fears and your unbelief. Amen. Amen. He said, you see, you can baptize them this way. You can sprinkle them. You can throw them down face forward, face backward. But he just goes down a dry center and comes up a wet one. He's still a sinner. It ain't the baptism in the water that saves you. He said, but I tell you what I did. So I went and got me a piece of paper and made a little fire. And I set that old boy right on top of it. That's what we're doing in this meeting. We're, we're building, putting some sticks on there. We're asking the same God that answered by fire to come down and light that fire. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, I put that old boy on top of that fire. And he said, let me tell you, he walked in. He got up and moved in. He said, that's what the church needs is an old-fashioned gospel of the fire of the Holy Ghost to fall in every heart. It'll make a church sure as the world. Get the power of God back. The Holy Spirit back in the people's hearts again where you can have be living in the faith of God when you say divine healing. Yes, I accept that. Holy Spirit is a strength giver for the journey amen the strength giver sometimes you wonder how am I still holding on he's still holding on ain't you holding on he's holding on to you he's a strength giver he said if we took a hold of God by faith and believe he's a strength giver by his stripes I was healed he said I accept it for my possession every promise is mine the covenant's been confirmed by giving me the Holy Ghost, filling me with his goodness and mercy, saving me from sin. How many can say he's done that for you tonight? Turning my head from the things of the world and setting my affections on Calvary. I pass from death unto life. And the same one that gives me joy and strength and salvation, he said, if you're sick, come right to me, to my breast and draw strength from me. Until you're satisfied. If you're sick, just come right over and draw from me. When I hear the word of God, by his stripes, I was healed. I draw from that. 
Hallelujah. And he said, that satisfies me. I don't fret about it no more. I don't just run from here to there, do this or that. I just lay there and nurse my strength and health back again from El Shaddai, the strong one. Hallelujah. He said, it's just a time you need to nurse and get strength back. Some of you tonight, maybe you don't know how you're going to take another step. Just come to grab a hold of this word. He's the same God that healed you and saved you in the beginning. He's the same one that gave you the Holy Ghost. He's the same one, Jehovah Raphael, your healer. Come draw strength from this word. Jonah, he drawed strength in his time. He said, they're lying vanities. I won't even see them. I'm not here to recognize them. I'll turn my eyes towards God's holy temple. And if God would answer a man down in the belly of a well, looking towards a temple made by the hands of a man, what will God do for a child of God? Who will turn your eyes toward Calvary. Amen. Turn your eyes to the word of the hour and say this word is still the same today. If it healed in the apostles' day, it'll heal in my day. If it saved back then, it'll save now. Hallelujah. He says, now I know that death's got to strike everyone. Tom Terry's, oh, we was talking about it back there. Tom Terry's, death's got to strike everyone. Death comes to us all. But listen to this. Listen to this. But sometimes, just because of unbelief, we give up and go to a premature grave. God don't want us to do that. <laughs> Amen. Now to every believer, born again child of God, when death comes stealing to your door prematurely, the angel of God stands between you and that sickness. He says, if you want to run right to it, it's your business, but you don't have to. You don't have to. He's standing there between you and death. He says, 23 years ago in a Jewish hospital, Dr. Morris Fletcher, give me three hours. One of your best surgeons here in the city, give me three hours to live. I'm living tonight, hallelujah, by God's unmerited grace and because the angel of God stood between me and death and to protect me and I accepted it. Hallelujah. Oh, how many is going to accept it tonight? He's there to offer it to you, but you got to take it. Sure, Lazarus died. True, that's true. He rose again. Lived a normal life for many years because of the resurrection Jesus gave him. And he died again, but he will come forth in the resurrection. Jesus said he would. He had to go to his rest like all human beings. But until that time comes... Let's not be cheated out of life for the service of God because it's Satan's business to cheat you out of it. But you don't have to be cheated out of it. Hallelujah. God is here. El Shaddai, the breasted God, the nurse, the giver of strength to his sick children. His children get sick, sure. You say, well, I'm 90 years old. Divine healings for the old people too. Amen. 
He said, so was Abraham. But he nursed strength from the blessed one until God took him back. What was 99 years old to God? He says, you know, your three score and ten means to God. He, he's a, he's, it don't mean nothing. He's of eternity. He says, but maybe three or four minutes in God's time, your whole lifetime for nearly a hundred years, Abraham's whole lifetime was just a little baby in the eyes of God. And God said, get up here, Abraham. You're old. You're a hundred years old. Whiskers hanging down your face. You're just an old man to the world. But to me, you're just a baby. You're just a baby. Climb up here in my lap. Sit down here for a while and nurse your strength back again. And everything that he gave Abraham by promise, he gave Abraham and his seed after him. Aren't you glad you're Abraham's seed? I, he said, I feel like singing that song. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I'm trusting in his love divine. Every promise in the book is mine. It's yours tonight. Whosoever will, let him come and drink from the fountains of life freely. few days after that must have been a terrible day hot day herdsmen come up and said oh my water's gone everything looks like it's going wrong he said watch out when that happens he says to a Christian when that happens a blessing is laying just beyond there it's been a bad day well get ready and rejoice a blessing is just beyond there. He said in one place, he says, if I was sick, he said, talking about a quarter, and you had a quarter, you could buy a loaf of bread. He said, if I was sick, he said, I would just go ahead and dance a little jig like I was well and praise God. He said, because I got the power for my healing. Amen. That purchasing power is here tonight. He's already paid the price. Little blessings right there beyond that. If you can just go push on through it, be strong. Be strong. He says, you know how it is when you try to get along with God and you begin to try to pray. He said, I went out in the woods and tried to pray. He said, them briars begin to scratch. Mosquito begins to bud. It's not your time. Wait a little longer. Oh, there would be another service. Now we got two more services. It's just the beginning of the camp meeting. Mosquitoes begin to bite. He said, when you get to those kind of places, the rocks are in your knees, mosquitoes are biting you, briars are poking at you, poking at you. He says, you need to throw up your hands. Say, hallelujah, God. You're calling me, and I'm answering you. Amen. How many had that kind of week this week? Everything's gone wrong. All kinds of things happen. This is the moment you need to throw up your hands and say, God, I'm answering you. Come by my way. Hallelujah. You're calling me. I'm answering you. 
He said, why? Because there's a blessing laying right beyond there and Satan's trying to stop you from receiving it. But it's yours tonight. It's yours tonight. It is yours tonight. Hallelujah. This is your moment. This is your time. This is your service. Satan's trying to rob you. Be strong. Stand on the promises of God. Say, Brother Timothy, I'm so weak. This sickness has stripped me of my strength. Be strong. Hold on to the word. Don't let him take you prematurely. Amen. Say, I'm here for a reason to serve God. And I'm not leaving here until God's through with me. Satan will rob you if you possibly can. He said, I'm the almighty. I'm El Shaddai. Shad means a woman's breast. Shaddai means plural too. He's the Old and the New Testament. Bear with me for a moment. Brother Branham said the same milk comes from both sides. So if he was a God of the Old Testament, he's the same God of the New Testament. He's the God of the New Testament. He's the God of today. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I am the breasted one, both new and Old Testament. I was wounded for your transgression by my stripes. What's the promise? You are healed. He said, what's a breast for? It's for a fretting baby, crying and fussing. Mother picks it up, puts it to her bosom. It nurses a mother's strength, nursing itself back to health. He said, if we've been crippled up with sin, got out in Hollywood fashions, why not come to El Shaddai? He said, how many here would like to be have the real Holy Ghost filled church here to the power of God working through you? Come to El Shaddai. He's a, both the new and the Old Testament. Sit down a while. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you're sick, why not hold to the promise? Little baby, when it's nursing, might be fretting and screaming. I have mercy, Lord. I, I'm, I, come here. I got strength for you. Why am I bearing this so long? Why am I going through this, Brother Ryan? Why am I having these issues? Come to El Shaddai. The strength giver. Because it satisfies. Amen. He said, I can show you in this Bible, he forgives all our iniquity, heals all our diseases. Let me just to take a hold of that promise and say, Father, God, I'm weak. I need you, but I know you keep your word. You're El Shaddai. I'm believing you, Lord. Fill me with your spirit. Wash me in your blood. Take me back, oh Lord. Let me lean against your bosom. I am your child. He said, well, I'm a prostitute. I'm a drunkard. I'm a alcoholic. He said, I don't care what you are. Come to El Shaddai. If your strength is gone and all your hopes is gone, everyone has given up on you. The doctors has given you up. There's nothing can be done for you. He's El Shaddai, the strong one. Lean upon him and just nurse and be satisfied. He was wounded for our transgressions. 
bruised for our iniquities. Repentance, he says, baptism, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. The promises to you and your children, them that are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call you. Say, oh, Lord, what are you going to do with my, my child? What about my son? They're out there in the world, drunkards and this and that. Come to him. He'll fulfill the promise. He'll take care of it. Don't worry. Amen. He promised he would be. He said they shall be there and their offspring with him. Promises unto you and your children. I'm going to hold on till it happens. Amen. Little baby, take a hold of mother's breast. It's not only drawing his strength out of the mother, but it's satisfied what it's doing. He knows that's his mama. And a man or a woman that can lean upon God's bosom, that's my father who created the heavens and earth. He made me. He's made me a new creature after him. He makes me a new creature of eternity. He's the one who gave me the promise. I'm satisfied. I don't care how bad my stomach's hurting. I don't care how bad my head's hurting or my hands this way or this is that way. I'm satisfied because he made the promise. He's my father. And I'm nursing from the promise of Almighty God. He said, Abraham, you're old. Your strength is gone. Your arms are withered up. Your manhood's gone, but I am your mother. Take a hold of my promise and be satisfied while you're waiting. He said, that's the, said now that's the way every believer should be. No matter how bad the cancer's got you, how long you've been sitting in a wheelchair, any of those things, just as you can grasp that revelation from God, then be satisfied. No, and it's going to happen because faith waits patiently for the promise. Hallelujah. Got a sister in our church, Sister Atlanta Butts. Diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in the lungs. Had taken over a good part of, one, of her lungs there. Just withering, withering away. It took them a while to figure out what was going on, test after test. Come finally to find out she had this in her body. She began to take chemotherapy. They wanted, I think, was 12 weeks of it? 12, I think 12, was that what it was? 12 times to take it she was just withering away doctor said to actually later he said I didn't even think he said I didn't even think she would survive the treatment he said I thought it would kill her he said but it's all we had but she her testimony is she began to get quotes and get scriptures and begin to feed upon them begin to draw strength from it didn't matter what the circumstance looked like. She lost her hair. She got less weight. I mean, she draw, just drawed down to almost nothing, less than 100 pounds. Mother of five children. But she just kept that promise before. Just kept believing. He's the Lord God that heals all. I love how God does things. He just said all. He didn't list them out and you had to go down through and check. No, I don't know. Well, I ain't seen that one. I don't know if that one's on. Let me try on page 345. Wait a minute. Let's lay out to see it. 345,000 page. 
I ain't found it yet. I'm not sure he does. He said, I am the Lord God that heals all. You name any devil, he takes care of it. You name any problem, he's got an answer. And here she just kept holding on to the truth, holding on to the truth. And one Sunday morning, Brother Tim's coming down to the end of the service and we're singing and he begins to speak and he just speaks out the word. He says, and now your enemy is dead. Something swelled up inside of her. And we begin to sing leaning on the everlasting arms. El Shaddai. And we got to the verse, what shall I fear? What shall I dread? Leaning on the arms of everlasting Out of the top of the mezzanine she came. And around and around and around. This little frail woman went around and around the building. Giving praise to almighty God. Hallelujah. You may have walls so high and you don't know how to get over them. You don't know how to get what You need to be like the children of Israel. On that seventh day, they begin to shout the victory. They begin to cry out, Jehovah Jireh, he's the same today as he was yesterday. And those walls begin to come down. You want your walls to fall? Praise God. Praise him in spite of the storm. Praise him in spite of the sickness. Praise him in spite of the trouble. Praise him anyhow. Devil brings something along. Well, that's just a good opportunity. I feel like praising, praising him. Hallelujah. Went to the doctor. I believe it was the next day or so. They done a PEC scan again. It was all gone. Wasn't a trace of it. Wasn't a sign of it. Doctors didn't know what to do. They didn't know. They were stunned. They said, we never, we ain't faced nothing like this. I, I, I recommend that nation is for you just to continue on the treatments. She said, no, I ain't doing that. The God who healed me can keep me every day. She's gaining in strength. Why? Because of El Shaddai. The promises of God. Hebrews 11.11 says, Through faith, Sarah herself received strength. Oh yeah. To conceive seed. Any Sarah's in the house? Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. And delivered of a child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Amen. It was this, this received strength was an inherent power, a power residing in, an, in a person. Amen. A thing that exerts and put forth energy, a power for performing miracles. You want to know what kind of power is in the bride? This same Holy Ghost. This same God that would work, work to the book of Acts, work to the apostles. We're back to that again. He's the same God today with the same power. He says, be strong. And Brother Adam said, we can't wait on him five minutes. Well, you made us so happy and you throw that one in there, didn't you? He said, we can't wait on him five minutes. Abraham waited on him 25 years. 
and getting stronger all the time. He said, we begin to weaken the first minute. Time you get off the platform, if it isn't something spontaneous, miracle. He said, well, I guess I don't get there. I'll go to some other church, some other place. Maybe Brother Branham will give me another card. I'll go through again. Abraham's children. When God's word has been come to be made true and real in your heart and anything contrary at any time is a lie, God told you the truth, it's going to happen anywhere. You ask, how's your hand? No different than I can see, but praise God, I'm healed anyhow. Why? God said so. Power of God in a believer. He says this, he talks about the spirit. He said uh, they could take a man and cause him to have mental telepathy or mental forces that can look and bust a glass of water or something. He said, think about that. What kind of spirit is that? A human perverted damn spirit because you're fashioned to be in the image of God. What can you do when you let God, the God that fashions you, come into you and control you? He asked the question, what can you do if you let the God who fastens you come into you and control you? How many wants to know the answer? You can bring every promise of God to pass. Hey, that's a prophet of God, that ain't me. He said, you can bring every promise of God to pass. Every promise of God that God promised will come to pass. God's gift is his word, and God promised it. You take that gift. You're the conductor. If God give you the gift of the Holy Ghost, that word is that God is a conductor to use that power with. Whatever the Holy Ghost promised you, that's what you can do. That's the thing that delivers the word. The word goes out and the Holy Spirit follows the word. And wherever the words preach, you see your pastor preaching, first thing you know, whoo, he makes a blowing sound. Goes to the audience across the building, goes the Holy Ghost. That's right, what is it? It's the conductor of the word. The word is the conductor of the spirit. He said, oh, the word is the conductor of the spirit because where the word is preached, the spirit follows it. And wherever it goes, the spirit goes. He said, I love when sound Bible teaching comes. He said in the Bible Holy Ghost coming back behind it confirming that teaching once again if the Holy doesn't the Holy Ghost doesn't confirm it then you got your wires crossed somewhere you got a ground somewhere he said if we can get that word hooked up to the dynamo that great thing that puts out the fullness of the current he will set that little wire fire for you it'll do things for you You know, we just built a new church, been in it almost a year now. We've been battling for as long as we've been there, up, up to about a month ago with the sound system. We bought this sound system from Bose, and they sent it all out in a bunch of boxes, and our brothers got the, the, the I guess they sent instructions, I don't know. Then we got unboxed them. <laughs> this ain't live streamed, is it? Amen. So they unboxed and put it all together, and you know, it sounded pretty good, but it wasn't working to its potential. And there would be dead spots everywhere. I mean, you could have somebody over here, they're getting busted, and their ears are bleeding. And this over here said, Turn it up, I can't hear. It was the most bizarre thing. And we're trying to figure out what, and we're trying this and trying that. And through the adjustments of the board, they was able to finally kind of get it 
maybe 85% good, you know, and so it still wasn't to what the quality that we expected, and so we contacted Bose, the manufacturer, and they said, well, I'll tell you what, we'll send a manufacturer or an engineer down there, the one who actually took those drawings, and he designed it, and so he'll come look at it. So they flew him from Washington State all the way down there. Man walks in the building, he turns on his little noise, he walks down the map, not, not the center aisle, but our two aisles on the outside, walks up to the top of a mezzanine, we call it kind of a stadium type seat in the back, and walked down it, walked up, walked down it, he looked at it and he said, I'll bet every dollar I got is wired wrong. Uh-oh. We looked over this one, they looked at this one, wired wrong. Brother Jude Murray from out there, he'd sold us the equipment. He was there, and he, he said, well, look here. He said, look what I got. Only tool I brought, and he pulled out a screwdriver. All they needed was a screwdriver in 10 minutes, and they got it fixed. Amen, and now there's no more dead spots. It's full power. There's power to every seat and every place. Everybody's here in the word of God now in the songs. It's incredible because somebody who knew what they was doing, amen, came with the right tool and put it to the place that, hey, you got something wired wrong. Let me put it back over here and wire it right. Amen. Amen. Maybe tonight you got some silent spots in your life and you got some dead spots in your life and you don't know how to do this and you're not overcoming here. And you, let me tell you, all you need is a few moments in the power of the Holy Ghost and he'll come into the chambers of your heart and he'll say, hey, you got something wired wrong and he'll put it back to the Old and the New Testament and it'll fire off every cylinder until you can look at the promises of God and you can say, yes, Lord, that's me. That's me. Amen. Amen. When the preacher preaches, it might burn the hide off of it, but there'll be something on the inside. Yes, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. I want to be right. Amen. What is it? It'll light that wire up for you. Hallelujah. Amen. All you need is just a moment in the hands of the engineer. Mercy. Came to pass, Luke chapter 5 and verse 17. Came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there was Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and of Judea and Jerusalem. Listen to this. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But they couldn't receive it. These men, these doctors and Pharisees, they couldn't conceive, they couldn't receive it. They couldn't conceive what he was saying. Why? Something was wired wrong somewhere. Something was off somewhere. And I mean, they could read the quotes, they could read the scriptures. I mean, they knew them backwards, upside and down. They could stand on their head and quote them. I seen them. I was there, I walked to the tomb of David and me and Brother Donnie and Brother, Brother Tim there, Brother Mike Walls, and we're there, and here's these guys they're doing this right here, and they just quoting the scriptures and, and, and calling, doing I don't I mean, I couldn't understand them, but they're, they're quoting all these things, and they said the scribes in that day knew that word upside down, backwards, every place. But when that word stepped off a of paper and came flesh, 
they failed to see him. And it's pretty funny today people are still failing to see him. They're saying he's just a man. He couldn't be God. Brother Randall said you're not even the first base if you don't see that he was God. The deity was on the inside of him. Wires are up, wires are crossed somewhere. And behold, men brought a bed, a man that was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could find, not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up to the housetop and let him down through the tiling which, with his couch in the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Amen, there's a song wrote about this story and I think it's a wonderful illustration of these four men who would bring this man, amen, that was bound by palsy to Jesus. There had to be something on the inside of them that had witnessed that power before. They knew that if they got him down, no matter what they had to do to get him there, amen, if they knew they got him at the feet of Jesus, something was going to take place. Maybe one of them had been a leper and Jesus had healed him. So he knew there had been something that had happened to him and if God could heal him, maybe God could heal him. There was another, no doubt, was maybe a blind man and another was a halt man. Amen, they had testimonies, but they looked to the fourth man. Fourth man, yeah, I'd like to testify. There ain't nothing too hard for our God. My name is Lazarus. I was once who was dead. I once was bound in grave clothes. I once was in that tomb. Amen. I once was bound. But that voice that is speaking on the inside of there said, Lazarus, come forward. And I jumped back up. And I'm here today, brothers. If God could do that for me, he can do it for this man right here. Why do you think they were so willing? They tore off the top of the roof. Said, we got to get him to Jesus. I wonder if there's any of those kind of people here tonight. Hallelujah. You've been with Jesus. He's touched your life. Maybe it was a leper in sin or maybe it was blind and you don't know who you was. Maybe it was Lazarus bound in a tomb but you heard the voice of the resurrection and you'll tear through doubt. You'll tear through unbelief. You'll tear it all off. I got to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. They brought him down no matter what it took. They was going to get that man to Jesus. They brought him all the way down. Scribes and the Pharisees begin to reason. Well, I don't know. God did that kind of stuff back in, back in Brother Branham's day. 50, 60 years ago. I don't know if he can do that today. And who in the world does this man think he is? Is what they begin to say. Who, who can forgive sins but God? Jesus perceived their thoughts. He answered them and said unto them, What why reason ye in your hearts? Whether it's easy to say thy sins be forgiven to thee, or say rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon the earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise! Take up thy couch and go into thy house. And immediately arose before them and took up that with whereon he lay and departed into his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen a strange thing to this day, today. Well, Brother Timothy, that only happened in Jesus' day. Okay. 
Acts 3 and verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go in the temple, ask of alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. How many has been expecting to receive something tonight? And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he leaped upon up and stood, walking, entering into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew it was he which sat at the arms of the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement. going somewhere. Hang on just for a moment. Brother Branham said, and Abraham came to total obedience. He said, well, this is only in Jesus' day. Okay, now we see it in the Apostles' day. His father died. Lot separated himself from Abraham. Then God told Abraham, rise and walk to the land. It's all yours. Woo, he said, every time I think about that, I get a religious feeling move over the top of me. Rise and walk to the land because you possess it all. And he said, that's the way that we do in this Bible. As soon as we become Christians, filled with the Holy Spirit, we're seeds of Abraham, heirs of every promise. Just walk through the land. Every bit of it's yours. See what you got. See if the Holy Ghost is the same today as it was yesterday. See if everything that God promised just isn't the same. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God. I ask thee to be merciful to us. And may every man and woman that's sitting present that has any kind of sickness or affliction as Moses threw himself in the breach for the people. Tonight I lay my heart out before you, Lord. And with all the faith that I have that's in you, that you have given me, I give to them. As Peter said at the gate called beautiful, such as I have, give I to thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man lame, weak for a few moments, while they held him, his ankle bones received strength. And he entered into the house of God, leaping and praising and blessing God. Thou art the same yesterday, today, and forever. His apostle says, such as I have, give I thee. It was faith, and I say, and I say, such as I have, give out to this audience in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Renounce your sickness. Renounce that devil that's got you bound. Renounce the sickness because greater is he that is in you than the devil that's trying to take your life. You are the children of God. You are the redeemed. I command Satan to leave these people. May the God who rolled back the storms, the God who made the winds and waves see, may he see to it that every disease is taken from these people and the power of Christ is made manifest in their life. Oh, hallelujah. May every
every sinner repent. May every person come to you. Get right. This is the hour. It might be so in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Just rejoice in your liberty. What faith I have, I ask God to place it in you. I believe that I receive what I've asked. Now you believe it with me. With what faith I have, I give it to you for this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ, renounce your affliction. Renounce your sickness and say to it, you have to go. You have to go. Amen. He said, your faith and my faith and the power of Jesus Christ, what can stand against that? Who's omnipresent here? He's vindicated it. He's proven it. And he will make you well at this time. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? He says to a lady on a card, you believe that? Sister says, that's right. He says, though your muscles may all be like, they call it sclerosis and things, you can't walk if you try, but stand up. In the name of Jesus Christ, help her there. There she goes. Don't you believe the rest of you stand up? Her ankle bones receive strength. Hallelujah. May it be in this meeting, somebody better say, there she goes. There she goes. There he goes. He has received strength to overcome in this hour. Hallelujah. She's received strength to stand against her enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Come, believe these things tonight. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. All the word has been spoke. Over 1,100 sermons preached and backed by the same signs, the same wonders, showing the spirit of God, the sustainer, the strength giver is here tonight. Amen. The bride has went through 2,000 years of destroying this worm made it, that worm made it, and that worm. But there was a word that said, I shall restore. Amen. The word has been placed in your hands. A word has been spoke. And the spirit has followed that word and is bringing it to pass. And she is standing on her feet. And I say tonight, rise and walk. Rise and walk. Rise and walk. Why sit here till you die? Get up in the name of Jesus and go take your land. Hallelujah. You have been called to walk in an inheritance. You have been called to walk in a promise. The grave is open. The seals have been broke. The power of God is here. We're not waiting on it. It's here. Come out of your conditions. Come out of your situation. Stand by his side. Receive strength. Receive the promise. Let it come to pass. Daniel 11 says, and the people that know their God shall be strong 
and do exploits. I'm looking at some devil defeaters here tonight. I'm looking at some people that's ready to put their foot. This is my promise. And they ain't wearing Nike shoes or Reebok shoes or some kind of dress shoes tonight. They're wearing the preparation of the gospel. Amen. And when they put their foot down, I hear Satan begin, ah! It's not your night. Shut up, devil. It's my night. I'm not backing down. I'm going forward. They put it down. It's too big of a disease. Shut up, devil. He heals all our diseases. By his strife, I am healed. Glory to God in the highest. He's the same today as he was yesterday. I would just receive it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, let's rejoice in our freedom tonight. Praise God. Rise up and walk. Rise up and take your inheritance. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you feel the Holy Ghost grab you by the hand and say, this is your moment. This is your time. Receive strength to receive seed in the name of Jesus Christ. This is your time. you'll see no more forever hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord fear thou not I am with thee be not dismayed I am thy God I will strengthen thee I will help thee I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness I the Lord God am here Receive him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 All praise him, church. Hey, God, I'm rising up. I'm rising up off my bed of affliction. I'm rising up off of my torment and this tormenting spirit. There's spirits that torment people for years. Where's the David at? 40 days and 40 nights, I ain't listening to you one more night. You've been dealing with something for 40 years. There's a God here that can anoint you to rise up. Stand on your promised land and say, this is my inheritance. I'll take your head off. I have been commissioned in this hour to stand against the outer darkness, against the wiles of the devil. I will quench every fiery dart. Lord Jesus, Lord, we love you, Father. We praise you, Almighty God. There's none like you, Father. Lord, let the spirit of this word 
go behind it and confirm it tonight to every heart and every life. Lord, whosoever will hear the word of God, may they rise up. Don't lay there in that condition no longer. Don't stay there in that torment and cell any longer. The doors are open. There's a voice of resurrection calling you. Amen. Suicide don't have no, no hold on you. Depression ain't got no business being upon you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Throw it down. Anxiety, throw it down. There's a jubilee trumpet that's been sounded. You don't have to hold one more row. You don't five more minutes is too long to live with another devil. You don't have to do it. Come out of it. The cell is open. Walk out. Don't stay in that condition. Walk out in the name of Jesus Christ. on me and fill my cup again oh heal my heart and make me whole 
He'll minister to that need. Aren't you glad of that tonight? Isn't he good to us? Don't you just love him? Don't you just love him? That's a start. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, many years ago, I said in a meeting a little bit like this, with scarred lungs. And maybe you've sat with scarred life. 75% scarred. And in one meeting, in one night, Brother Joe sitting at your camp, God breathe a fresh breath of life into my lungs. He's the same God for you tonight. Maybe you didn't walk to this prayer line, but something quickened in your heart while the word went forth and brought it to life and made it real to you. Amen. Cancer's defeated. God's greater than every problem. Maybe even standing where you're at now, you can say, but my problem. But you remember he said all. You remember he said all. And it's not just your physical. It's everything that we need, Brother Lloyd. Everything. Everything that we need. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't he great to us? He's just great to us. I love it how that he can take a service, and come to every address in the building. Every address in the building and touch us. I said this the other night. I read the same quote on the premature grave. We will go and sit for literally hours, days and months in doctor's offices, practicing physicians. Listen, we go because we trust them. We take their medicine because they prescribe it. And they're doing the best that they can. But they're practicing physicians. And we come tonight to a perfecting one. You see, he took care of you while you were still a sale. While you were still a thought before the foundation of the world. Before you had any choice in the matter to start off with. If he could get you here, he can get you there. Don't you love the Lord? It's been nice to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Thank you for coming. Some of you have been here before and you know how this works. You're not going to have to go to Wendy's or Hardee's or McDonald's or any of those places to stand in line, see if you got a hair in your biscuit or whatever. <laughs> it didn't cost you anything. But our brothers and sisters have provided for you tonight. Isn't that nice? Amen. Isn't that nice? Just be patient. They're going to take care of you in just a little bit. 
Amen. Remember tomorrow the ministers and their wives and families if you meet us at traditions tomorrow. Brother Lloyd, it's so good to see you. Amen. So good to see you. Brother George Smith standing over here. We're so glad to have Brother George with us. Tonight is the only night that we're going to see you. Is you going to be here tomorrow? That's a signal. I'm out of here. We love Brother George with all of our hearts. Amen. He's a precious friend of ours. We love him. We love him tonight. And Brother Joe, we're so glad to have Brother Joe the host of the camp meeting and, and uh, such an awesome job. We certainly love him and continues the vision through the years. We certainly appreciate Brother Joe with all of our hearts and all the people. Brother Mike Walls, amen. We're so glad to have you tonight. Amen. Amen. I had a spe- we had a special time with Brother Mike in, East, uh, in springtime. Brother Tim and myself were there, and he took us around Washington and showed us uh, a picture of Brother Branham and the Hall of Congress. And we just had an awesome time with him and took us on a real wonderful tour, and, and we just so enjoyed that with all of our hearts. And Maybe when we get to heaven, we'll tour a little bit together, Brother Mike. There's some sights I want to see. I'd like to spend some time there. Amen. We certainly love you with all of our hearts. Brother Amos, so good to see you. I'm glad that I can sit shoulder to shoulder with the men of God. Hope I haven't missed anybody. Don't get, don't get offended and all of those things, but we certainly are th- so thrilled. Brother Roby Turner's people that is here, amen. Amen, we love you. Will you be here tomorrow night, Brother Mike? Yes, okay. Will you be here tomorrow? Yes, amen. Amen, we're so love you with all of our hearts. What I'm doing is stalling. You see, Junior... Don't take as long as senior. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm his buddy. We can get by with some things, brother. Amen. 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 But let me just say something about time. I can sit here all night and listen to him preach. Pennsylvania friends, so glad to have you. 
Amen. You're right up in the edge of Pennsylvania there. Amen. I'll remember your name in the, in the eternities, so it'll be all right. Amen. Brother Danny Steeman's son, Brother Josh, pulled that right out of the air. So glad to have you. Amen. God bless you. Brother Andrew will sing another song, and I, I think they have, is it Chick-fil-A sandwiches tonight? Huh? You don't know. Is that right? Chick-fil-A sandwiches tonight, so. Amen. 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 Everybody loves chicken. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We love you. Brother Andrew will dismiss you with song in a few moments. And he'll give us a signal. God bless you. Thank you for your patience with us. Did you receive what you came for? Amen. Amen.